You are listening to the Amen Corner, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. For more information about the Amen Corner, please follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and all your other favorite social media. Welcome to Season 6, Episode 15 of the Amen Corner. He's Stephen Cook. And he's Brad Rothschild. Happy New Year. <laughs> Merry New Year. Merry I'm Ninge Nabuko, exchange student from Cameroon. We do this every year. It's like a tradition. <laughs> I love that. I love that movie. Yeah, except, and I know we've talked about I mean, about there's it. all kinds of problems with the movie. Well, with that scene in particular. Yes, that's a terrible scene, but how funny Dan is that Dan Aykroyd is, in, Dan in, that scene. is in blackface in that scene. That's a I understand that, but how funny is Eddie Murphy well, obviously, in that scene? Eddie, well, it's, it was funny. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, 2022. Well, this is the first, the first podcast episode of 2022. It, it is we indeed. On, we been... were on extended break last week because we both drank so much <laughs> over the New Year's holiday. Oh, we yeah. were vomiting at the screen instead of having <laughs> our podcast. Which is funny because neither of us drink. And this is obviously well, they, in college, but... they called me Nurse Cook because I would like nurse all drink the whole night. <laughs> I have to confess that I didn't nurse any drinks in college. I mean, I had my nights here and there, but for the most part, I was generally nursing yeah. them. Yeah, I can um, see that you were in like a big, like, yeah. Also, I think I drink more now. Not, your school was not exactly like a hotbed of partying. No, we, we had fun, though. Uh, yeah, sure. There was lots of fun at Vassar. I'm not saying you didn't have fun. I'm just saying it's not like the hugest party school in the world. No, it's definitely not up there in the uh, it's not too in the rankings. <laughs> it's it's it definitely has never been America's number one party school. No, definitely not. Yeah. No, 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 no. But uh, eight days here into January, it's been a it's been a doozy so far. Yes, you have been living in what I referred to as <laughs> Cook's Casa de Corona. <laughs> so why don't you tell our listeners what's been going on? So on December twenty seventh, right after the Christmas holiday, yes. right after the Christmas holiday, Lauren. Madeline and Mia got had positive PCR tests. Yeah, they took them on Monday. We all we all took PCR tests on Monday. Now hold they on, came, let me let me back up. Had, yeah. had anybody not been feeling well? Was there a reason that you took the tests? Like, why did all of you take PCR tests? Because that's you know we don't generally take them around. I here. think it was because I think Lauren wasn't feeling well. Okay, so Lauren already wasn't feeling well. I, Lauren wasn't feeling well. If I remember, uh-huh. this, if I remember correctly, I feel like so much has happened since then. Yes, there's, um, a, there's no way we can even recall two weeks ago anymore. So we all got PCR tests, and because of the logjam, because all these people were rushing to get tests. Oh no! This is why we were getting PCR tests. Not that Lauren wasn't feeling well. Was we were supposed to go to my mother's? Oh, okay. Uh and. And to, to get to enter into her home, she requires. Well, we wanted to. She doesn't PCR require test. it, but okay. we wanted to make sure that we were all healthy. She's got a and sign then, out, of, out in front of her front door <laughs> with a picture of somebody wearing a mask and said PCR exactly. test and masks required to enter. Exactly. No, not yeah. quite. Now, you know, in the in the in the wave of Omicron, Nana, who's eighty three, yeah, is like I call her. I was like, "Where are you?" She's like, "I'm out to dinner." 
<laughs> I was she, like, okay. She has zero fucks I mean, she's been vaxxed and boosted, but still. Like, yeah, who hasn't? <laughs> well, I mean, there are some people who haven't been, but anyway, go on. So we were going to my mom's, and yeah. we had PCR tests. Yeah. Then on like a Monday afternoon. Then uh-huh. Monday evening, Lauren started not feeling well. Right. And Tuesday, Maddie started not feeling well. So lots of people. And then people like Tuesday night, yeah. Tuesday night, Mia start, starts not feeling yeah. well. And through all, like, there's one person who's feeling fine in this <laughs> equation. <laughs> to- totally fine. I'm like, gee, I'm really sorry you don't feel well, but I'm okay. <laughs> Which so, I'm sure bummed you up because nobody likes being a patient as much as you do. <laughs> it's too bad I'm off Facebook, right? And I didn't get COVID. Anyway. You're like, oh my God, my family's not feeling well, but I feel fine. I feel fine. <laughs> you didn't even have the sympathy symptoms this time. No, around. no, nothing. Nothing. So out of character. Go on. Okay, so Wednesday night, Lauren, uh, Lauren and Mia come back. And I come back, they're positive, I'm negative. Maddie comes back, her test comes back the next morning, Thursday morning. She's positive. Yeah. So everybody has has the COVID in your house. Right. But Wednesday, I had gone, I was planning, I was supposed to go to a work event at an ambassador's home. And they were requiring a PCR test for like Monday. And so I think on Wednesday, Wednesday morning, I found like the only test available, PCO appointment available in all of Maryland. Mm. And I went and I was like, I, I had emailed, I was like, look, I think it's really pretty likely that I have COVID. My wife and daughters have it, whatever. I'll keep you posted. I'll so I go on Thursday afternoon to get a PCR test. Comes back Sunday negative. <laughs> Completely Again, negative. Then the three, and then we give rapid home tests to Lauren, Maddie, and Mia, and, and they're all uh, positive on Sunday. Yeah. Well, if they've taken the PCR test, that's more accurate than the rapid test. No, no, anyway. no. But also, yeah. you, you, right. But if you're positive, we wanted to see whether they were still positive. Oh, so if, if your are, rapid yeah. test says you're negative, there's a good chance. That it's, it's a false negative, it. but if it's positive, you're, you're pretty sure you're you have. So I never got it. Yeah, that's crazy. And we weren't quarantining, weren't isolating. Well, I mean, again, before you knew that anybody in your house was sick, there's no reason for you to keep your distance from them. Right. So why would you be isolating yourself in your room it, from he- what you thought to be healthy family members? Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's kind of crazy that you haven't gotten it. And it really just shows you that there's no rhyme or reason for how people get this. Well, there was. You know, we talked about this or we texted about this because I asked you if any of your blood relatives, other than your children, if any of the cooks have had this, meaning your mother, your sister. Nana has not had it. My sister hasn't had it. Neither of my nephews have had it. So you may be immune. We don't know this well, for a fact. I didn't pass it to way. Maddie and me. I didn't pass that immunity. But here's the thing. No, Early on in the pandemic, there was a theory that people with O positive blood were less susceptible to getting it. Yeah. Subsequent studies have said that that's not necessarily the case. But my sister's O positive. She hasn't gotten it. And Lauren has a colleague who's O positive 
and one of his kids is O positive, and their whole family was sick except for the two of them. Okay, but I'm going to tell you the first lesson of statistics, yeah. which is correlation does not necessarily no, imply right. causality. Right. So we don't know this because neither of us have done any right. studies right. on it. But you know, there's well, got to be something that is preventing some people from getting it. While I'll, others I'll tell you in my case are. what it is. And this is what I was telling people at the time. I know what you're going to say. Go ahead. I'm Batman. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but meanwhile, we're in this like insane phase of, of the pandemic now where like, I think it's pretty clear if you've been vaccinated and boosted. And, and a couple of things. We're, I was talking to my, my buddy John earlier. We're talking about it's a totally different immune environment than it was in March 2020, right? So millions of people, not enough, have been vaccinated yeah. and boosted, and millions of people have had it. So it's right. very, very different. So that's why it may seem that Omicron is mild because more people have well, immunity. Well, it's, it's relative. It's relative, right. Right, because it's still people are getting very sick, and right. there are people who are dying from this, so we shouldn't minimize. Mostly unvaxxed and mostly okay. people immunocompromised. Who but are still. The people who are vaxxed and getting very sick – Immunocompromised. The people who are but getting still, sick and dying, yeah. unvaxxed. Unvaxxed, but still. Right. Right. But still. You but don't still. want to be that one person who is right. neither immunocompromised, right. or I should say who is who is not immunocompromised, but is vaxxed and boosted right. and still gets it and dies. Like, you don't want to be that one person be like, well, you know, this shouldn't have happened to you, but it right. did. Right. It doesn't but then, make you feel any but better. But people haven't dead. kind of updated their risk calculations, right? <laughs> Yeah. So, so everybody's people are still acting like around, it's March yeah. 2020, and 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 they want absolute safety. So they want everything locked down. Yeah, that's not. There are people who still want, who still that, like insist on this. There's a there's a lot of it going on with the schools. Yeah, it and, depends where you are. And then there was New a city. New York City is steadfastly refusing to go to remote learning, despite the fact that many students and many teachers have the virus right now. Right. I think in Mia's school, we got an email that before school resumed earlier this week, 126 kids tested positive for for, right. uh, COVID. So 126 tested positive. Um, I think there are probably over 2,000 kids in the school. And what's but there that? were 800 kids absent this week. So... In her and how many of those kids who tested positive ended up in the hospital? I have no idea. Right. I have no right. idea. But all I know is that they're not going to school. Right. Right. So here, there's a absolute people want to keep the, the school administrators, the board want to keep the schools open, which is apparently creating this rear guard action among teachers who want to shut it down. And in fact, there was a, a screenshot. It was, it's all skullduggery. There was a screenshot of a Facebook group that's of teachers, Montgomery County teachers, that was posted on another Facebook page where the teachers are encouraging students to, to, to basically for the students to say that they're sick so that uh, the, it forces the schools to shut down because there's this 5% threshold. If 5% of student and staff are infected, then they shut down the schools. Of course, they've, they've now revised that. That's not, that's no longer the case. Right. It may be a function of the fact that the teachers were trying to shut the schools down. But well, look what happened in Chicago. The teachers right. went on strike and they shut right. down the schools. 
But there was, um, but still, again, to give you a sense of how people are, you know, not kind of understanding that we are in a different immune environment. Again, my same friend John, we were we were texting earlier. Sent a tweet, sent me a tweet from a guy named Michael Osborne, who I believe is a professor of machine learning at Oxford. So he's not an epidemiologist, but he writes, is Omicron mild or perhaps it just attacks lungs less, leading to less quick right. hospitalization death while attacking the rest of the body more, leading to more progressive illness and disability over months. Letting Omicron infect everyone before we'd figure this out seems dot, 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 bold. And right. I think I think that's sort of, uh, it was a tweet, of course. It seems to me, and it seemed to John, that this was uh, a little bit more of kind of stoking panic here. Because we do have a lot of data from South Africa. We have data from Europe. We have data from the United States, which suggests that, you know, with, the pro- with vaccines, yeah. boosters, proper masks, it's, not and serious, yeah. it's, it's serious, but you can live your life. Serious, yeah. Look, I, I think the, one of the lessons that people learn from the last two years, especially with regard to schools, is that we can't disrupt everything right. for an uh, undeterminate amount of time. Let anymore. me tell you something. I will die on that hill of the schools. I will I mean, die on it. Look, we know that the online learning relative to in person doesn't work. Right. It doesn't work. Nobody learned the, the damn thing. All the kids who have crashed virtual. emotionally. Yeah. The epidemic of all these mental health issues among teenagers and younger kids. It's it's just it's not right what we're doing to the kids. Believe me, it's a horrible, horrible situation. Yeah, it's, it's bad. I will and, die and on that hill. No, there's no good answer. I'm going to be right. out there with the pitchfork in front of the school board if they shut this thing down. Yeah, again, there's no good answer because for the most part, and this doesn't apply to everybody, right? but there are people on both sides of these debates who are people of goodwill. Are they very fine people? I don't know about that. I think so. <laughs> I th- I'd like to believe so. Look, I'm not talking about the crazies who are just like open everything up, get rid right, of all mass right, right, right. I'm talking about people who have genuine concerns. Right. Look, but we I, have genuine concerns. But don't we, we want our kids to be Shouldn't we know by school. now that the schools being open is better well, than the virtual learning? I mean, you and I believe that, right? Right. We, we think that to be true, but there could be people who don't believe that for equally valid reasons. And there's no, it's not easy. Again, I'm like you, I want the schools to be open. And I think that even that this is a tolerable risk right right now that we're facing. And it's no, I mean, I don't want to say like, oh, this is the flu because it's obviously not the flu. Right. Um, But Omicron does seem to be less severe. And as you said, it doesn't settle in the lungs and it settles in other places. And people do seem to be shedding it faster. Right. I mean, right. your family is already back to health. Everybody's fine. Yeah. And right. the kids had mild symptoms. I literally mild symptoms, right. like runny nose, headache, kind of tired for 48 hours. I have to say, I'm, I don't have a runny nose, but I have a headache and I'm kind of tired right now. <laughs> well, all the symptoms for, that they say, like aches, you yeah. know, oh, yeah, we tired. About this. Like that's, that's my age. That's just my age. age. Yeah. And Lauren Lauren was kind of like four or five days. I mean, but she four wasn't down and out. Kind of, she was four or five days is kind of serious. I mean it's well, not she two wasn't weeks, down and but, out for the count. I think there was one night where she was lying on the couch with the tea, but otherwise she was completely functional and you know, upright. Yeah. 
Again, um, but, but you wouldn't want to expose her at that stage to your right. mother, for example. No, of course not. Right. Because even though know, even though Nana was out to dinner. Right, but you don't know how your mom would right. react to that, right. how her body would respond. Right, exactly. So, so yes, I understand. Have you had that, flu recently? No. Like in the last few years? No. Before pre-pandemic, did you have flu? Not, no. My kids did two years right. ago. Right, um, and they all got sick a couple of times in the in the winter of 2019, 2020, uh-huh. right before COVID hit. Right, and it wasn't COVID that they had, but they had some weird, you know, they had gotten their flu vaccinations, but that year the flu hit. I think there were two variations mm-hmm. of the flu. There was flu right. A and flu B, and my kids were vaccinated. Alpha for, and beta. <laughs> thank you, and my kids were vaccinated for the alpha, but they got the beta flu. And it was bad. And then we thought afterwards, like, oh, maybe that was COVID. And it turns out it was not. Right, right. So the flu, yeah, they've gotten it. But I haven't been really, you know, I, I like to joke around that I don't mess around with minor illnesses. If I'm going to get sick, you know me, I, I go big. <laughs> right, right, right. It, it's cancer or nothing for me. Um, I have gotten, I, I've gotten a flu shot every year religiously since 2008. Yeah, but again, and so do I, but that doesn't prevent you from Prison, getting right, it. Right, exactly. It does yeah. hopefully prevent you from getting a bad case of it if you're right. going to get it. I don't remember which is having where we're it heading since with then. This. What's that? I don't remember having the flu since then. You may have had a mild case. So mild that you don't even I, remember. The last it. time I had it, I was, I, was, I was in bed for a week. But Delirious. This could, this could be where we're heading with, with uh, COVID. That, that would be gonna, good. It's going to be here. We're going to get vaccinated against it every year. And you might get it. And it might shut you down for a couple of days or it might not. And then you just go back to business. But, but I, I do think the people who are going to want absolute safety, like that tweet, I think what it does is, this is a good segue, what yeah. it, it, it adds fuel to the fire of the people on the right who say, you see the left, they just want to impose public health, unreasonable right. public health measures forever now. You're going to have to wear a mask. But Forever. to what end? I like to what end? Why would anybody want to impose that on I society? I control because the left wants right, to control. It's all about right? control. I control. Get it, I mean, like, how are we controlling people? I mean, that seems crazy. Like, no one really wants to rock around in a mask. But no. what my point is is that that's how they're they are. T- that tweet would be a good example for someone who wanted to make that argument that the left is out to right. Uh, is out to impose unreasonable public health measures again, or emergency I'm, I'm public struggling. health measures. I'm trying to. I'm struggling to understand why the left would want to do that, other than Cause, control. Cause the left but wants I don't even to know destroy what our democracy because we're communists, right? <laughs> because communism. Hey, did you see that communist Joe Biden's speech on the sixth? The one. He's uh, such a communist. That was at, at nine o'clock in the morning, that he gave to commemorate the first anniversary of the insurrection. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I saw a little bit of it, and then I read the reviews that said that he was fantastic, and it was a speech that he never wanted to have to give, but he gave it, and he was great. And I'm struggling trying to understand why he gave it at nine o'clock in the so morning. I listened to it in the morning. I listened yeah. to it in the morning. I listened to it as yeah. it was happening. Uh-huh. And I was, uh, you know, like I was cleaning out my email inbox and listening. I thought it was a very, very good speech. Um, I don't understand why he hasn't given something similar. Like this is something 
that has been this what he talked about and talked about the lies and that the that the former president has right. put his own ego ahead a of the country lie. and so on and so on. Yeah. big lie and and talk he broke it down the three big lies this has been present and part of the american political story since right. before biden was declared the victor on november 7th and before the insurrection and i don't understand why the president hasn't made a variation of this speech any number of times. I don't know. It's very up until troubling. then. It's troubling I mean, that he hasn't. But you could know have done it on also, July fourth. Could have done you know it any number what, of times. You know, it's also troubling that nobody seems to be getting punished for their participation in the insurrection, other than oh, you need, the you need low to. level people who were in the mob. I'm talking about the right. people involved in the planning of what Ted Cruz called a violent act of terrorism. But of course, then he had to go grovel. Did you see that? Oh it was God. amazing. Oh my God. You he is that. such a wuss. It's oh unbelievable. This is guy, he's so tough. He's so tough on Twitter. He Didn't he challenge someone to like wrestle or something? Like that? He's a tough guy. Then he goes before Tucker Carlson. Oh, Tucker, I'm so sorry. Oh my God, I, he groveled. So Tucker me. Carlson turned him, and forgive me listeners for saying this, Turned him into his bitch. It was unbelievable. Tucker Carlson <laughs> held his feet to the fire, and and Ted Cruz crumbled like a house of cards. I thought all these Republicans—they were tough guys. You know, tough guys. Oh, I Tucker, mean, listen, please forgive me. Hold on a second. I was Ted sloppy, Cruz, Tucker. Ted Cruz is the same guy who stood by and watched Donald Trump accused his father of being involved in the plot to kill Kennedy and then called his wife ugly. And then he still supports him. It's unbelievable. So of course he's going to grovel to Tucker Carlson. Uh, you know what this means to me? I mean, what? there are lots of things it means to me. But um, Tucker Carlson is really where the power is. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He, and we've talked about this before. Tucker Carlson is going to run for president one day. Do you know? I didn't know this, but... Tucker Carlson, he was sued. And the Fox News lawyer said, you know, this is this is just entertainment. Right, this, it's not news, is, it's entertainment. It's not news. It's just entertainment. His viewers, any reasonable viewer would not take this seriously. But of course, Fox's audience no takes it completely seriously. Because he has no reasonable viewers. That's right. the problem. So, right. so what do we do in a country where the fires are being stoked by madmen like Tucker Carlson, who are then hiding behind this legal fiction that allows them to continue to perpetrate here's the lies. Thing. Here's the thing. I, I, let's set aside that question for a second, oh. because it's not just Tucker Carlson. This thing is so deep. Those two articles that I sent you this yeah. week about, one, the evangelicals, and Trump and January 6th and the cat and the conservative yeah, Catholics. Catholics. The, the, this schism within the church itself, people trying to bring down the Pope. These are his cardinals that are, and, and particularly involved are American cardinals who are like Trump supporters, Trump QAnon was, adjacent, yeah. this whole nine yards. I mean, this is some deep shit. You know, Carlson's a grifter. He's making a mint off of this. Sean Hannity is a grifter. They, you can tell from the text messages that they don't believe all this stuff. But then you have people who are actual true believers. Right. Steve Bannon, Steve Bannon is a true believer. He's a true believer. 
These are yeah. da- these are the dangerous, dangerous people. You know who the, the most dangerous person is? Is Rupert Murdoch? Oh, undoubtedly, yeah. Rupert Murdoch. Because Rupert Murdoch could put an end to this in Tomorrow. two seconds. One yeah. phone call could put an end to it. Exactly. Anyway, look, Why would he? Absolutely he's won. got so much power. Right. You talk about control, right. like it's oh, it's about the Democrats and the 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 you know progressives or whatever the liberals or communists or whatever they call us that we want control there's one person with the total control right right, right. and it's rupert murdoch it's absolutely and he's got more murdoch. he's got more yeah. than than mark zuckerberg or george soros well yes but let's let's leave or george the rothschild family hey 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 <laughs> hey now such a good book on the let me focus on the weather <laughs> Oh, you like that book by Neil Ferguson? Neil Ferguson's book. I'm, I'm the, only in the first volume. It's really, yes, really good. Is it two or three volumes? Two volumes. Yeah. I remember reading the first one, I think. I mean, it's a long drink of water. It's slow it's going. Dense. It's a It's dense very dense, but it's book. so interesting about how your family accumulated all of that <laughs> it's <not> incredible wealth. <laughs> <It's not> <laughs> and if so, it was, where's my share, asshole? <laughs> so, like... I, I don't want us to wander into the territory of like the crazy right about George Soros. Yeah. Yeah. But but objectively speaking, Rupert Murdoch yes. could bring an end to what's going on at Fox News with one phone call. But snap he will his not. fingers and say, he was making he them money. Money, 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 money. He will not. You said before we got on, and I'm segueing now. Okay. Before we got on, you said you wanted to ask me a question. Uh, about a gene. Oh, right. <laughs> so, you know, one of the kind of foundational issues with this podcast is like, you know, how the fuck did I get here? Like right. how old I am and stuff like that, being a father and stuff. <laughs> and guess what? We're actually getting older as the podcast goes on, which is really disheartening. By the way, I don't know if you saw it, but I was on, there was a PBS documentary that was aired on, on the 6th about preserving american democracy and i was i had two appearances oh, in it i didn't see it you didn't tell me oh i i i, I didn't send you the email with the link no a, i didn't was, watch that. it was almost I two hours long shit out of that. <laughs> well you can still watch it anyway um too late. it was two hours long i was on twice in the first 40 minutes and then i wasn't on all right then i'm but, not watching after the first 40 anyway <laughs> so i get a text message from my in-laws as it's going like that was terrific, whatever. You're really looking gray. <laughs> what? Then my mother calls. She's like, that was wonderful. You were on with all the big hair. intellectuals in the country and you. And you know, Stephen, I haven't seen you in a little while. You're getting kind of gray. It's like, great. That's what everybody thanks, has to say. Thanks, everybody. Anyway, so this point of getting old. Okay. So your kids, you have, your kids are older than mine. Slightly. Slightly. Yeah. Is when does the gene about turning off lights start to fire? You I mean come when home every oh, light, every lights on? People walk out of a room, no one ever thinks about, it. and it drives me crazy. I I have appealed to this generation's concern about the environment. Oh, that's it used a good to be. Appeal. It used to be my my father would say, you know, like I I wouldn't be I won't if I have to pay the electric bill. I can't put food on the table and so on and so forth. And then it was, I won't be able to pay for college. Wow. I won't be able to pay for college. No no guilt involved there. Now I say, you guys, we're destroying the environment when we leave the lab. And And everyone's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 
And then everybody still goes ahead and leaves the lab. Is there is there a gene that starts to fire around like seventeen or eighteen? No, no. no. And it's so not. I'm going to be just it, turning off lights for the rest of my life. In my in our apartment, it's not so much the lights; it's just the hey, I'm going to leave a plate here on the table oh. after I finish it, uh, and uh, here's uh, my glass on the table after I. We don't have that thing. issue. We have the we have every light in the house. Oh no, we don't have lights so much. You know, it's funny. We used to have when the kids I mean, were my younger, kids are keeping Joe Manchin's family that yeah, has that, interest in coal mining in business. That, that's not good. We no. when we when our kids were younger, we used to have, we had a series of Israeli babysitters, like you uh, know, like who were here with the kids during the day. Yeah. Uh, yes. And anytime we had a babysitter who grew up on a kibbutz, yeah, they would leave all the lights on when they left <laughs> the apartment. Yes. Do you know why? Why? Because on the kibbutz, at least traditionally, it may be different now that most of the kibbutzim are no longer as communal as they used right. to be. You didn't have, you never saw an electricity bill like the kibbutz oh, paid the bill. Right. So people didn't think about it enough to turn off the lights when they. But left it's all about communal living and what's good no, for everybody. No. They would just leave the shit on all the time. Wow. And that's how you know that your babysitter is from a kibbutz if they're Israeli. <laughs> how many people live on kibbutzim these days? Not a that lot many. Still, but there are more, and there more are communities like, now than they are kibbutzim. Right. Like, so people get up in the morning in their kibbutz and they drive to their job. They right. don't, you know, they but, don't go out and like. No, they don't till Milk the, the cow. No. Well, right. there are still people who do yeah, that. Yeah, sure. But for quality of life, you have a house, you right. have a lawn, and it's kind of like a gated community right. where you have really good schools. And, you and may there's have a communal like, dining hall, so it's like camp. No, nobody's even eating in that anymore. They don't oh, have really? a communal dining hall so much. But it's really about the schools and uh-huh. about the quality of your neighbors, quote unquote. And do you and do they like spontaneously break out into like dance around the fire at night yeah, and I stuff think like that? Stopped. There's that's no, stopped. There's there's no more <laughs> dancing the horror after a hard day's work in the fields. Like that doesn't happen anymore. I'm supposed but, to go um, to the land of milk and honey soon. But they're still very desirable places to live. Right. Right. right, right, right when are you going? Supposedly March twentieth to the twenty and you know, home on like the twenty fifth. That's a fast visit. I'll be in Dubai and Abu Dhabi for like the five days before. So it's like right. all told, it's like a 12, 13 day trip with travel and stuff like that. Well, had there not been a new wave of Corona, I would have been suffering from jet lag now on my way back. That's right. I'll get there Good. eventually again, but who knows when. Yeah, we will all get to where, I mean, we have, we have money set aside that we put away a couple of years ago for a trip to Greece. Big planned it all out. You should tell your girls that that money is now going to pay the electric bills. <laughs> Sorry, no Greece. I might use it for something. Hmm. Yeah, you might. Yeah, exactly. That would be you're awesome. You're going to have to pay your bills. <laughs> hey, you know, I didn't tell you this, but um, we were apparently missed by our listeners when we did not have an episode last week. Really? I mean, it was I got, New Year's. I thought I people know. would be like, it's not hanging, hungover. No, not everybody. I got an email from my, I have to shout him out here because he is All an right. avid listener. He's a good friend of mine from college named Mark Stevens, who lives in Portland, Oregon. And he emailed me, and he emailed me like Sunday or Monday. He's like, dude, I'm Jonesing. I didn't get my fix for the week and I need something. 
right. He's like, I'm you glad guys we should provide that. He's like, you guys should have like a best of where you just post some old episode. We did, oh, that's we not a bad idea. That. We used to do that actually every once in a while. That's right. We should do that again. We did that like, like something from the first season, season, like before yeah. Trump was elected. That would only be like the first two episodes, though. No, it was like the first six or seven yeah. episodes. Maybe. There was the famous Hogba episode. That was a hilarious one. Um, but yeah, we have, so- we have a listener in Barcelona, uh, an old, old friend of mine from college who works there now. Yeah. And he says it's like one of his sources of news. Yeah. And, and, you know, I'm going to give another Matt shout, out. shout out to Matt Highland in Barcelona, Spain. I, I'm going to give another shout out to <laughs> my friend Lance Totten, who is in Atlanta, who's also from college. And after we did the, our discussion about the uh, my favorite uh, Christmas tunes, he gave me a comprehensive list of the songs that he likes in addition to giving me a bunch of different reasons why Do They Know It's Christmas? The Band Aid song is yeah. really cringy, and he was absolutely right that it does not hold up well in the light of twenty twenty one. I have to go look at the lyrics. Like, who knows oh the God. lyrics of "Do They Know it's Christmas"? I do. You but do. Like, there's one, of course. There's one line that Bono sings. Well, tonight, thank God it's them instead of you. Oh shit. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of a harsh thing to say. I guess it's trying to like convince people like that they should donate to relief. You know, yeah. thank God, thank God it's them and not you. So right, please but still, give us a but still, please, like, please donate a quid. But still, and then right. the whole premise of the song "Do They Know It's Christmas?" You it's, know, I would assume that the millions of Christians in Ethiopia knew that it was Christmas. <laughs> and I think if somebody had, because there was no internet back then, but if somebody had just picked up an encyclopedia before penning the lyrics to that song, they would have understood that they were writing well, a really insensitive song. It, would, it wouldn't be the first time that, you know, celebrities were sort of tinnied, like yeah. Madonna early on in the pandemic, lying in like some giant bubble bath with roses, toasting to... Uh, our supermarket workers and so oh our essential employees. Okay, so we're celebrities can be out of touch. That's true. They can be. So, some but, this of, was, but some of them aren't. This was just my way of, of giving a shout out to some of my old friends right. who are still right. listening every week and are avid listeners and who give me feedback on the regular. Um, All right. Yeah, so I just want Hats to off to our regular listeners. Yeah. I've got a bunch too. But we won't turn this into a into a no, shout no, out. But I'm just I was just saying because I right. gotten messages from both of them about. Well, I'm glad that we're back. Yeah, I'm glad we're back. Hopefully, yeah. nobody will uh, get the serious uh, COVID. And uh, let's hope. There Fingers we go. crossed. All right, so we're that just... is the end of our first episode for 2022. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's a milestone. Is this a good way that we're slowly getting out of it? Yeah, we slowly get out, yeah. nice and chill. Yeah, because nice and easy. Yeah, that's nice what we want to do. Too abrupt. Be like, okay, bye. Click. <laughs> End of episode. This is where, if we had sponsors, we would be like, okay, now, now, so brought hey. to you by, <laughs> brought to you by Popeyes, our favorite fried <laughs> chicken. I still think they should be a sponsor. They absolutely should. There was somebody else who we thought should be a sponsor. I don't remember. No, no, no. The longer we do this podcast, the more likely Depends is going to become a sponsor. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Ivermectin. Brought to you by Ivermectin. Uh, oh, God. No, never. All All right, those people man. are so crazy. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, we're out of here. All right. Be good. Stay healthy. Goodbye.